Is that? Yeah, it's Angelica. Sh should I answer it? We need to find out what she knows and if that's how they've been following us. And maybe I can help with Casey's condition. You're answering? Everyone, stay quiet. No one even breathe. I'll write questions on this notepad for Angelica. Can you see it from where you are? Yeah. Let's try to turn this negative into a positive. Cyrus, speakerphone. Go. Hello? Cyrus, is that you? Casey. No, uh, it's me. We need to record six minutes rewind. Just a heads up to the listeners. This show is for people who have already listened to all of six minutes. There will be spoilers. There are kids in this world who are different. Special. They look like us and they act like us. But they are not us. And one of them is missing. That was like some really dropped in acting, I, I have to say. <laughs> it was really good. Like, <laughs> really, really uh, thank you, Tish. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still. You don't have to say. You wanted to say. I'm still, catch, exactly. I'm still catching my breath from that. I Jeff. was really there. I was in the scene. <laughs> Hi, it's Jess Fisher, actress. I'm here with Six Minutes creators, Chris Terry and David Kreisman. Today we are talking about episodes 107 through 109, Six Minutes of Bad News in a Fanny Pack, Six Minutes Reading <laughs> Minds, and Six Minutes with a Traitor. Our special guest today is Grace. She's a children's librarian from Mississippi. Hello, Hi, Grace. Grace. Hey, Hi. my old job. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Shh, everybody. Be quiet. She's, she's a librarian. No yelling in the library. Be super mm -hmm. quiet, super quiet. Shh. You're Shh. Dave, you're talking Shh. too loud. Shh. All right. Shh. All right. Uh, anyway, sorry. That was a good one. Good that was a good bit, Chris. Good, good library one. bit. <laughs> wait, so in her audition, in, in your audition, Grace, you talked about that you have family in Alaska. Are they from Anchorage? They live in the um, the Fairbanks area. Yeah. I went to go visit them last summer. I've never been to Alaska before. It was a surreal experience. <laughs> I've been to Fairbanks. It's totally gorgeous. Were you like, were you going around like, hey, that's where Holiday got caught by the child catchers? <laughs> <laughs> and right over there. Exactly. They have a statue. Well, I actually hasn't, hadn't listened to Six Minutes when I went to go visit them. Oh. It was what a missed opportunity. <laughs> Do you guys remember the show Six Feet Under? Yes. Yeah. So when I went... Nope. <laughs> Whenever I'd go to Seattle, I'm like, hey, there's where Nate worked at the food co-op. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they made it real from the show. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Juno has that. They don't have the landmarks. You can imagine. There was there was a silly meme going around for a while that was like, I love Forks, Washington. Um, I wish Twilight was real. Like, basically, right. like, these real places in fictional stories. Like, it'd be like... Oh man, I love six minutes. I wish Anchorage was real. You know, I wish Juno was real. Like that's that was the meme for a while. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they have contact us, contact us about putting the um, you know the six minutes tour together in Juno. In Juno, yeah, oh, yeah. See the no, they have not. They have not. They the, have not. But you can see the ashes of the Anders house. You can see, like, <laughs> the, yep. the spot Yikes. in the ocean where where she was found. Yep. They have the helicopter that they stole on display. Yeah, that kind of thing. So, Grace, how did you find six minutes? <laughs> I'm, I'm cutting off this yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> Grace, how did you find six I, minutes? I can do this for an hour. I've had enough of this bit. We're moving on. 
Um, I was listening to a completely different podcast, and it was it was an adult podcast. It was from Wondery, I think, and an ad came on and said, no. parents, you know, um, your wow. kids might like to listen to six minutes. And I'm like, well, I'm a children's librarian. You know, I recommend content to my patrons all the time. I'll just check this out. And I, so I listened to like the first two episodes because they were only six minutes long. There wasn't much commitment. And I'm thinking at least I'll know something to be able to recommend it to people. And then I got like two episodes in. I was like, well, I guess I'm listening to it all now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I know what I'm doing for the next 27 hours. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wondery. Got to gotta call them up and say thank you about that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I don't remember which podcast it was, but it was definitely an, an ad on the podcast. Nice. It doesn't matter that's what great. podcast it was. The important thing is that you're here now. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> you listen exactly. to our podcast. How's the, li- the library business these days? Very, very busy. We're in the middle of the summer reading program. There Woo. are so many programs and kids running around. <laughs> great. Oh, that's awesome. Good to hear that. Yeah, it's that. a lot of fun. Dave, were you thinking that she was going to say nobody comes to the library anymore? No, no. I was hoping she wouldn't say that. <laughs> I was hoping, oh, too. Oh. That's, what, that's what I was hoping, too. But that's, <laughs> you know. I'd like to know. I, it just sounded like we were digging for a scoop. That's all. <laughs> no, no. Kids, kids are always in the library. <laughs> Cheap people using free internet. Exactly. I loved in high school hanging out in the teen section. Like, yeah. I, I, I always, like, felt really cool and mysterious, put on fake glasses and stuff and read, hoping to, like, have a make <laughs> cute, you glasses. know. Fake glasses. I wear real glasses now because of all the fake glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so I ruined my vision doing that, and now I... <laughs> hoping to find a, a boyfriend. Um, so anyway, <laughs> get into mailbag. <laughs> yeah, so what do we got for mailbag, Jess? I actually I got a really good one this morning from Quinn, whose younger sister Nellie turns six soon. Happy birthday. Um, the question was, how did James and Monica meet? Oh, that's an interesting question. Mm. It's a great one. I love that one. I can say that this may come up in six minutes <gasps> out of time. Is that true? Yes. We're going to learn some things that about James and Monica's past. Maybe what they were like when they were younger. There's going to be some stories about that. So stay tuned. Yep. First five episodes are written and they're great. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty fun. And I listened to Chris's intro song. Oh, it yes. It sounds really cool. <laughs> we have dialed it even more. So we are, wait, we are, I think May, Dave and I have been talking, we're going back and forth on this, but we may reveal it here on the show at some point. We're just waiting to get... The Gasp. double secret actor who's going to be reading the mm-hmm. who's going to be reading the classic. Um, you know, there are kids in this world. Our people are calling his people. Yes, Sir it's, Anthony Hopkins. Yes, right? it's still being worked out. It's still being uh, negotiated. There's back and forth, up and down. You know, haves and you know what have yous. Haves uh, so, and what have yous. Exactly. Classic. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's all day. It's haves and what have yous. Exactly. Yeah, Jeez, it's, Louise. it's a new expression, but it's catching up. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's new, catching up. Um, hey, I have one from the uh, Unanswerable uh, Apple podcast. Let's hear it. And this, this, is, this one's kind of fun. Hi, I'm Tegan, and I've sent multiple emails to Jess, hoping to get my answered, but so far, no luck. Oh. Oh, man. There you go, Jess. <laughs> in season one, when Cyrus is watching videos of the four in action... How wouldn't he have recognized Adam and Cam later or Holiday and Badger? I don't think he was watching videos of the four. He was watching other wit kids. That's what I thought, yes. Uh, Ah. You know, I wonder if this is the same super fan that emailed me six times today saying, answer me in the next two hours or I will never listen to your podcast again and I will write horrible reviews. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's a lot of pressure. (laughs) And then it was... The timer has already started. And then it was, you have 10 minutes left. And then I will only answer this way. 
And then I just didn't answer because this person was threatening me. Is this the Joker? Yeah, is this is this the Riddler? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a super villain of some kind. Yeah, I I have another mailbag question that I thought was just really funny because this yeah. is a great question. I don't totally know if it's a real question, but it is kind of fun. So here's something I've always confused by. I love questions to start like that. <laughs> so James Anders has level seven clearance and has control of like a hundred people in the army, but can't use a helicopter? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. Well, I mean. You can't just. It's not like it's depart- his department. You can't just you sign can't it just, out. No, right. I think I think it takes more than just signing a, a you know some paperwork to take the helicopter out, right? I mean, you. I'm sure there's some specialized training in there somewhere. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. Right. Well, it's not like if you're in HR, you can just take the helicopter. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There's a long waiting list. Yeah. Right. I <laughs> think <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good question. There's always a lot of confusion about whether James is uh, actually in the military or not in the military. Right. Yeah, even Ben had this question last week. He said, what's, what's James's rank in the in Oh, that's the right. He did ask. And then we, we said, um, wasn't there a time when we said he was an admiral? But that's, that admiral's not in the Army. It's in the well, Navy. Well, yeah, Admiral, admiral yeah. Grayling. Yeah. Oh, Admiral Grayling, who he reports to, right? So that's yeah. Right, so why is he in the Navy? <laughs> admiral's a rank in the Navy. But James is, James is a, civilian, a civilian employee. Right, that's true. Yes, yes. He, have, he may have been in, like, you know, in the Army at one time, and now he's working for, like, some sort of covert Honestly, operation. Honestly, that's usually how you – It's they don't hire a lot of just civilians. They usually hire like retired military <laughs> members. No, it's true. I have a lot of family members who now do that. And so it's mm-hmm. like – I feel like maybe one time he was he was like in the military. But now he's, yeah, a civilian employee. Right. First he worked at Blockbuster. Right, then right. He was and in then the he rose through the ranks. Yeah, exactly. Also in the uh, Apple Podcast unanswerable um, comment section, this one is kind of the – it's the same question but sort of the opposite. What? So James over-exaggerates a lot. He says he will bring the full force of the – down <laughs> of the full force of the on the bad guys, but he only has level 7 clearance. Uh, I like that one. What is uh, is level funny. 7 high or low? I'm well, not I even think, sure. I think maybe level 7 is just too on the line. Maybe people are confused that like maybe like to do what he needs to do, he really needs level 8 clearance or maybe right. if they don't want him stealing a helicopter, he should have level 6 clearance. I don't there know. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Grace, do you have a uh, suggestion box at the library where people can write in and tell you things that you've done wrong? We have like patron request cards where people can request books. And okay. I was going to ask you about the, the upcoming, I think you said you were going to do a book about Casey's life. Yes, yeah. it's going to be, uh, I hope three books is the plan. Oh, wow. Yep. Six minutes before is the first one. And Grace, do you have the uh, Mars Patel books in your library? I don't, I didn't actually know they were books. I haven't listened to Mars Patel. Oh, you'd love it. It started as a podcast and then we had two of the three books have come out as a three book series. That's yeah. Yeah. And two, two of, of the them three. are out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will definitely have to look into that. This is the reason why we had you on the podcast to try to sell a few books. Yeah, we exactly. Trying, <laughs> exactly. Trying to get books going on. Exactly. So on these episodes, I, I love an Adam and Cam thing. You know what I mean? Like I, you, you make a good point. David, that every three episodes, 101, 104, 107, mm-hmm. we learn more information about them. Yep. You know, he's a tracker. What does that mean exactly? You know, mention of the island mm-hmm. and what home is for holiday. All yep. of that is bonkers. I think I have something in the notes, like in the notes clips, that's yep. literally just the scene. Um, and yeah, we really did tracker. for this bunch decide, well, how often are we going to see Adam and Cam since they're not connected right. to the rest of the story? And it was, we just said, let's see them every three episodes. Right. It, was that, <laughs> it was kind of that arbitrary of a decision. Well, 
it it makes it like kind of exciting. I think when he shows up. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. I like the mystery. Yeah, totally. Sorry, I'm doing. Um, looking at looking at more trying to get these clips organized. That's what I'm doing. I'm working behind the scenes, everyone. <laughs> working behind the scenes. If you wanted to play note tracker, this might be a good time to do that. But note, you don't have note to. tracker. Okay. okay. No, I'm ready. This is how on it I am. <gasps> Cam, look! It's 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 another empty motel room. You're the tracker, Adam. The guy at the desk said Holiday and the Anders family were staying here. Well, they're gone now. It's just interesting. Yeah. There's lots in there. We kind of did that before we did the recap, but I think that's okay. Mm -hmm. Grace, would you do us a favor and ask Ivan for a recap? I would love to. Ivan, can we have a recap? You got it. Would you like me to do it in a Mississippi accent? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I should be offended or not, but okay. <laughs> All right. We'll stick with the regular computer voice. Episode 107. Adam and Cam continue to track the Anders family's every move. At Chuck E. Cheese in Arkansas, a suspicious badger recruits Birdie to break into Cyrus's fanny pack, where they discover he's been calling Angelica Graves. <gasps> Episode 108. Holiday and Brindley conduct a mind-reading experiment in the Chuck E. Cheese bathroom, like you do. But Brindley realizes that Holiday doesn't read minds. She reads data. An emotional Birdie begs Badger not to rat out Cyrus, but then does it herself. Is he the reason Angelica always knows where to find them? Episode 109, the Enders family confronts Cyrus about his secret burner phone, and he admits he's been working with Angelica to save Casey's life. When the phone rings, Cyrus answers it to hear Casey's voice. Mm. I like an emotional Bertie Biggs Badger. Yeah. <laughs> Alliteration, <laughs> Alliteration R.S. Emotional Bertie Biggs Badger. Mm -hmm. Sally sold seashells. Yep. I love, I love Bertie's monologue. That was just something mm -hmm. that really stuck yeah, out to me. Yeah, and there's also a lot of interesting score going on. I have like three different sound design clips of of like grooves. Oh, nice. There's lots of good music in this one. First category, best line of dialogue. And Grace, remember, you choose the winner, uh, so it's all in your hands. Ooh, right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, We're all counting on you. Yeah. We're all counting on you. Like they're saying, enjoy your terrible pizza while you can. Not that I'm afraid or anything. <laughs> little Five Nights at Freddy's right now. Chuck <laughs> uh, E. Cheese pizza, not so good. I can confirm. I love Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Really? Oh, it's terrible. I that was I, I was gonna say that I love Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Uh, we can't be friends. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, David, extra mushrooms. Extra mushrooms. Got it. You'd better be joking, funny guy. I thought that was one of y'all. I like it because you can see the pimpled teenager. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bored Chuck E. Cheese employee. Right. Bryn Snugly. You might steal one of my many incredible marketing ideas for self-promotion. I promise you, I'm not interested in a onesie with your face on it. Ugh, you peaked! Give me a break. You have an entire Kickstarter page for your Brinley Snugly with a GH. Again. And I haven't been able to check it since we left Juno. Who knows how many people have donated? I don't since your parents took my phone. <laughs> <laughs> She's so awesome. Uh, Brinley thinking hard. There's no such thing as thinking hard. You either think or you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, do like that I like that one. Uh, Brinley, <laughs> Arkansas rocks. Wait, hold on. I want to enjoy this moment. What moment? The moment I figured something out that you didn't. The moment I understand how your superpowers work and you don't have a freaking clue. <sighs> Man, this is a good day. This is the best day. I love this place. Arkansas is the best. Brinley? Brinley, did you leave? Brinley! 
I love it leaving. So much friendly. <laughs> uh, birdie monologue. Here it is. My house burned down, Badger. I had to walk away from my friends, my school, my whole life back in Juneau. Please don't break up my family, too. Please don't take my brother from me. Don't, don't cry, Bertie. The last thing I want to do is take him away from you, but we can't pretend this isn't happening. You know that, right? Can I just have a minute to figure out what to do? Take your time. I'll be right here. Yeah. I think you really acknowledge that they're going through a lot, these kids. Yep. Yep. It's going to be hard to be birdie on that one, I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, Brinley, ew. One, ew. Two, double ew. And three, can we kill Cyrus now? I called it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that line. Uh, Monica, roll call. You know the drill. Five kids, four bags, Mr. Borden, and Hermione the robot. Roll call done. <laughs> <laughs> Amy killed it. Yeah. Holiday, did you hear something? Brindley, did you hear something? Because I didn't. Uh, yeah. I heard Cyrus ask if you believed him since he's only ever been a supportive brother to you. And you're being a stubborn brat. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Brindley, Brindley getting real. Yeah. Brindley mm-hmm. is defending Cyrus. This is a very wide emotional range here. It is. There yeah. is. There is. It's true. <laughs> so, Grace, what do you think? What, what Out of those uh, best lines of dialogue, what is your favorite? Well, there was the whole Birdie Badger moment, which um, both of them were really good. Badger, like, you know, his whole, I'll be here if you need me. That's really, really sweet. But then I do like Monica's roll call. It's just so simple and like, let's get on with it. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think I'm going to go with Monica's roll call. Nice. That's a good one. That's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. It makes me wonder how they're sitting in the van. Because there's another <laughs> line where, like, Brady says she wants to change seats um, after they find out about Cyrus. And so, like, how are they How are they sitting in the van? Oh, that's such a good question. Yeah. Hmm. I'd like to see some fan art. Draw yeah. them all sitting in the van together. Yes. We, right, because it's the two art. front seats, the two middle seats, and then the three back seats, you think? Is that, is that it's like a van? It's one of those sliding door van, Like, not a minivan, but I picture it more like a panel van, right? That's how we have always pictured it. Like a white it. van? Yeah. yeah. I think those have more than five seats in the back. Yeah, I so. think they have two in the front and then three bench seats as far as mm-hmm. I can sort of, you know. Well, there's, how many, there's seven of them plus Hermione. Yes. <laughs> Just sitting in the corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. So, or, or it could be with with the white vans, it's actually three in the front and then three in the back as well. There's oh, okay, like a okay. Bit of space. So... Join us next week on Van Talk pod- Podcast. Yes, Van Pod. I also really want to know, because it's long car rides. I want to know what the, their arrangement is. Well, so I think we should get the fans to send in some fan art. You're right. Send you're right. You're right. Send it to Jess. We want all types of fans, you know. And I'll look at the emails. Yeah. And then we'll start <laughs> a new podcast called Van Pod. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay, well, let's move on to best sound, sound design. Sound design. Woohoo! The best category ever. Let's see. <laughs> uh, we have Hotel Room. Mm-hmm. Hotel like room door. Nice subtle and, squeaky door. Yeah, subtle squeaky yeah. door. Uh, island score. Do I have to say it? Alaska to California, to Texas, to Oklahoma, and on south. Seems pretty obvious where they're going. Toss, maybe. But I don't think Holiday realizes. 
she's headed home. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. interesting. You noticed the whole drum score earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's got some. Uh, it's got some hand percussion in there. Is what it's that like, is? Uh, like commando. Yeah. With Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Holiday, wait, come back here. I liked, you know, you could hear the mm-hmm. the difference. Yeah, you could tell inside outside. I thought that was such a smart sound design. I think that Chuck E. Cheese is the same indoor sounds that we used in the uh, arcade, Dave, in Mars Patel. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. We actually still had that set built on the on the on the Gen Z lot. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, yeah, so convenient. yeah, we just went there. It was great. <laughs> Claw machine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, and then we have money. It sounds awesome, Dr. A. Here, buy yourself some cards, kids. We'll order some food. Love it. Crunchy money. <laughs> yeah. He's really feeling himself. Yeah, yeah got... he's counting it with his thumb. You know what I mean? Like... And we got the marimba going on in the background. Uh-huh. That's good. Uh, thinking groove. When Badger pushed you out of the helicopter. Thornton Rust, whoever he is. I asked Badger, hoping it would jog his memory. It didn't. And you don't remember him from Whittier Corp, right, Monica? Doesn't ring a bell. Maybe try that psychic thing you did back in Juno. See if you can read his thoughts. Psychic thing? What psychic thing? When the guard caught us in Whittier Tower. Holiday, remember? You pretended to be Casey, and then you rattled off all these facts like you knew her. No, Cyrus, I pretended to be Madison. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Continuity alert. (laughs) <laughs> we should have a sound effect for that. We woo we oh, uh, I just yeah. made one. That's true. With my mouth. Right. <laughs> but I liked the groove behind it. Dave fail. Dave fail. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, you know. You maybe, wrote a you wrote a lot of stuff. That's maybe true. it just it needs like fifteen hundred pages. Ah! <laughs> yeah, there you go. How many things have you written, Dave? A lot of a lot you've of written, things. He's written a lot, a lot of things. things. A lot of things. Yeah, it's okay. Before we get to the show. If you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. We got the thinking groove. That's what we just we did. Just, okay. That we just did. Okay, yeah. So that, I believe, is, I believe that cue might be from Mars Patel as well, if I remember oh. correctly. And then we've got phone groove. Voila! Ye old fanny pack. This is going to be hilarious. I knew it! I knew I saw a cell phone! What? But my mom and dad made us get rid of our phones when we left Alaska. How does Cyrus have a phone? It's a classic 70s mm-hmm. uh, cop procedural. You know what's exciting? Fanny packs are back in. They are not, really? Yes, they are. Oh, yeah. They oh, are. oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. I, I absolutely, every time I go to like a, any sort of concert, I'm wearing a fanny pack. Really? Go. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Super in. Huh. But they're cool now. Yep. They weren't as in in like 2018, but they're definitely in now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I can break mine out is what you're saying? Oh, yeah. And wear it with, without wearing without It's vintage. Yeah, there we exactly. go. Exactly. We were so behind the time that we were ahead of the time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, and this is Chuck E. Cheese door, I see. Okay, here we go. Yes, yes, yes. All right, here we go. So wait, they not only serve pizza in this place, but you can play video games too? And they have these giant robot animals that play instruments and stare at you while you eat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Chuck E. Cheese still as popular as it once was? Is it, or is it That's a sort great of? Question. I I don't think it thrived during the pandemic. Right, thrived. Yeah, nobody was lo- nobody was looking to get dive into ball pits during the pandemic. <laughs> uh, and then the last one we have is scene transition. 
You guys want me to turn the radio on? Doesn't matter. Hmm. It's good. Nice. I also like the sound design in the Brindley and Holiday and, and adjoining stalls in the bathroom, too. Oh, true. Good. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, bathroom scenes are always nice and fun and easy because you're just throwing lots of reverb and everybody's in a bathroom. Uh, so Grace, what do you think? What's your favorite sound design moment? I think I like the, the phone groove one with that whole, uh, like score in the background. Then nice. you hear them unzipping the fanny pack and looking through it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Phone groove is the winner. I tell you, you can never go wrong with an eighties, eighties procedural. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what do we got next? We got Dave. I think I feel some Dave categories coming on. Oh yeah. Favorite Binley memory. I like, I like one. this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dog sled race. Uh, let's see. Is it your dad taking you to see the dog sled race when you were nine? You were wearing a red coat and hat with a husky on it, and you got to pet a dog. Is that the Iditarod? <laughs> yeah. Yes. We were probably writing Molly of Denali at the time. Yes, this, sir. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. You can't live in Alaska. I think that's without. cool. I would go. I want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. When I went to Alaska last summer, I got to pet a, a dog from the dog sled races. It was in the summer, so they weren't racing, but I did get to pet one. That's nice. In their off season, I want to pet one. <laughs> um, okay, now we've got winning calculus contest. So do you have it? Calculus. You got an award for achieving a perfect score on the Math Olympics trial test. Yes, of course I did. <laughs> yes, of, course of course she did. did. Of course she did. Wow, wait, calculus, wait. How old are they? Wait, that's, wow, okay. That's impressive. Yeah. His calculus was like junior year of high school. Mm. Good point. I yeah. Think, mm, you might take a, some of it in eighth grade now. I think, I think pre-calc. Hmm. But that pro, that's still calc. You're right. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, She's friendly. Yeah. You're right. Doesn't matter when it was. I was terrible at it whenever it happened. Yeah, I never took calc. <laughs> no, sir. RBG report. Or how I gave the most amazing report on Ruth Bader Ginsburg last year. She had no clue about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we next? Turkey hunting. Eh, no. I was thinking about the magical time Daddy and I went turkey hunting before Thanksgiving when I was 10. <laughs> <laughs> the magical time. The magical it does sound time. magical. I saw a wild turkey the other day on, my, on one of my bike rides, and it, they're really hideous looking. And mean. Yes. <laughs> They'll chase you. Yeah, they are really something. I mean, they look like they're from another planet. <laughs> They've gotten bigger than you think they are. They're a lot yeah. bigger. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they are. I have since moved, but um, I, when I lived in Arcadia, it's famous for having peacocks because of the ah, Arcadia Arboretum. Yeah. And there, um, there's a bunch of signs everywhere that's about peacock crossing. And right. it literally will happen. Like it's happened to me about three times where you have to stop because there's a peacock crossing the road. Wow. Whenever I was out in California at a friend's house, there would be peacocks just walking along the back fence. Yep. It's like really crazy stuff. <laughs> crazy, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, crazy stuff. <laughs> and what's next? The obo teacher arrested for shoplifting. Try this. What was the name of my obo teacher who was arrested for shoplifting, shoplifting tuna? tuna from the Juno Fish Market? Miss Jennifer Monroe, 306 Front Street. Boom, nailed it. I hate they didn't go into more detail on this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to know the story behind this. Yeah, yeah. Was it was it a, like a big fish? Was it just it tuna like already cut into sushi size? Right. I think she's stuffing it into like whatever, like her shirt. 
like a big, yes, big tuna. Right. And when they found out she was an Oba teacher, where they're like, yes, just let her go. She's got it. She's got it rough. What if she's? <laughs> what if she stole it in an Oboe case? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if you could fit a fish in an Oboe case. They're pretty tiny. An eel. You could fit an eel. You fit an yeah, eel. Yeah, but tuna, tunas are big. <laughs> tuna are really can be really big. Yeah. 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 Well, Grace, what's your favorite? Bri- <laughs> what's your favorite Brimley memory? Join us on Tuna Talk next <laughs> exactly, week. Exactly. <laughs> so much tuna. Tuna and Van. Um, it's gonna have to be the tuna. That's just so bizarre. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah it's gotta random. be the tuna. All right, Brinley wins the. Uh, well, I guess it's well, not Brinley. She wins either way. I think the teacher wins. The teacher, right. teacher wins. wins. That's mm-hmm. true. It's the best yeah. memory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have another. Uh, here we go. Four, another Dave. Another yeah, Dave. Yeah. Best holiday superpower. Yeah, we've done this before, but she's got a new one, so I thought we'd right. revisit it. So I only have one clip from this, the one from this one. But okay. So Dave has listed hoverboard riding, mm-hmm. super awesome superpower, mm-hmm. surviving falls from high places, mm-hmm. very helpful when you're holiday because mm-hmm. she does that a lot, mm-hmm. uh, learning skills, oboe, French, mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu, et cetera, singing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, hacking, that's a great one, mm-hmm. or the new one, play the clip, Chris. Google it in her head. Well, short answer, no. Long, pure genius answer, as discovered by Brainy Brinley herself. Holiday doesn't read minds. She reads data. Mic drop. Wait, what do you mean she reads data? She knew all about stuff I've posted online or uploaded to social media, like she was looking at the pictures. But my personal memories? How I bagged four turkeys with daddy when I was 10, or how I gave the most amazing report on Ruth Bader Ginsburg last year? She had no clue about that. You have a lot of range, Brinley. <laughs> the point is, those are special memories in my head. I didn't post about them. No pictures were taken. So you're suggesting that Holiday is somehow accessing information that's available through the internet? That actually makes a lot of sense. It fits in with Holiday's ability to hack into stuff and learn things quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really big... I mean, when I listen to that, that's a big, that's a big reveal. Like, that... Really starts sending us down the robot path. Yeah. Yes. Right? I was going to say that. And Chris said it first, so. <laughs> Just piggybacking. <laughs> well, well, I only said it because you you slacked me behind the scene and say, mention something about robots. <laughs> when I was first listening to it, I was thinking aliens by this point. Oh, I think. Sure. But then, yeah, when the Google thing came, I'm like, no, I don't, I don't see how aliens would be able to do that. So, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, what best holiday superpower, it's kind of like... Well, I guess you you're taking all the old want. ones exactly. Which I guess maybe, yeah, Grace. What 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 uh, superpower would you want out of all those? My adult self says the Google in your head because that mm-hmm. would be incredibly useful, especially for for a librarian. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it would be very very useful for my job. But like the, my kid self says, hoverboard riding just because it's awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Good choice. Grace, Grace, do we still use the Dewey Decimal System? I was going to ask the same thing. Uh, we do still use the Dewey Decimal System. Because <laughs> it rocks. I think it's yeah. the best. It's I just, uh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, some libraries use Library of Congress, but yeah, our library is Dewey Decimal all the way. And yeah, it's really interesting having to explain to people where like the animals are in the 500s or the 600s. Hey, <laughs> once, you, once you get used to it, it's super awesome. But you don't have the cards anymore, do you? No, we're, we're, we made it online, <laughs> shockingly. Oh, nice. Yeah, I always just remember going to the card, the catalog, the mm-hmm. card catalog. Card catalog. Okay, yep. that I've never had to do. No, no, I, no. I didn't either. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're, so, we're so old. <laughs> You'd pull out a drawer and it would have a bunch of cards with things typed on them. Yep. That would tell you where stuff was. Yep. And then wow. you'd take the card with you and walk it to the section of the library. Yep. Wow. I like the Dewey Decimal System because I can always I always know where the plays are. 
Like, I always just know immediately where to go. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, so we came up with Googling in your, in your head. That's, that's the mm-hmm. superpower you'd want. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's my it, adult self. Yeah. Yes. It would be very, very useful. Yeah. It's very, that, that definitely useful. Okay. So moving on to, what are we moving on to? Best cliffhanger. Best cliffhanger. Best cliffhanger. Here we go. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Angelica on the line. <laughs> Put it on speaker and mute it. Okay. Why, Cyrus, <gasps> I didn't expect to hear from you again so soon. Cruella, I mean, Angelica Graves. From Whittier Corp? Are you there? No. Hang up. Why is Cyrus calling the bad guys? <laughs> I love that Crazy. one. That's a good question. Does Bradshaw know who Angelica Graves is? Like, I don't, he didn't recognize her voice, did he? No, well... Very good point. Yeah. He, his brain was wiped probably after he knew her. Because he doesn't have his memory back yet. Mm. Right. Five is confrontation. Uh, Where'd you get that? Is that a cell phone, Birdie? Where did you find it? Tell me it isn't true, Cyrus. Tell me what I heard when I hit redial on that phone is wrong. Tell me you're not the reason Angelica Graves always knows where to find us. Mm, that's a big one. It is. Yeah. I also love that it's in Chuck E. Cheese. I love that all three episodes are in Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I really mean that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did have a deal with them. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's been this many minutes there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. This <laughs> podcast brought to you by Charles E. Cheese. Right. <laughs> Six minutes is too short. <laughs> Going to need mm-hmm. three of those. Uh, and then in the best cliffhanger, we have the cold open, which we already listened to, which was answering the phone. And we hear, uh, we hear um, Casey. I mean, that's also a great one. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, Grace, which one's your favorite cliffhanger? Are you a cliffhanger fan as a librarian? Like, do you like mystery books? I am a cliffhanger fan as long as I have the next book sitting right there. (laughs) (laughs) If it's checked out, if the next book is checked out, it's like, don't even finish the book. Like, (laughs) you have to wait. I tell, like, my kids, if they're going to read a book that's got a cliffhanger, I'm like, okay, you need this the second one as well. Otherwise, it's not going to work out well. So just take the second one, too, and you finish the first Mm -hmm. one. You can get the chapter the second one. That's good planning. How do we feel about people that read the last page of a book before they've read the rest of it? Well, they're um, reading, aren't they? I guess so. Yeah, it's all about just it's 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 a good. I, I want to know it. what Grace thinks. I mean, I am guilty of that in the last <gasps> Harry Potter book. Oh, oh I did my. that too. I did that too to make sure that Harry Ron and Hermione survived, and then I read the book and <laughs> nice. found out about everybody else. You know, <laughs> right, right? So, so wait, I'm having another memory about the Dewey Decimal System, and <laughs> we got we got to backpedal real is quick. Isn't <laughs> Dave, since we're the only ones that had the cards, now if you went to the card catalog and mm-hmm. the book you were looking for was the card you were looking for was not there, it means it was checked out because it was in the back of the book. That's the right, they put went it in the, the back. That's right, they put it in the little pocket. Right. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Oh, is that where the little you put the name or something on it? Yep. 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 Okay. And so the book went in the the card went in the book and went home with the book, and then when it came back, came out and went into the catalog system to know that it was mm-hmm. in. Yeah. All right. A little in fact, Dewey Decimal was one of the pl- players in the band at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Is that actually true? <laughs> no, no. That would be a that would be a really fun fun fact. Uh, that just reminded me. I I must tell you guys this. There's a store in LA called Smart and Final, and it's a discount grocery store. You just think, oh, they just made a like Costco, cost cutters, Smart and Final, right? Mm-hmm. 
Then there was a poster on the wall that said, Jim Smart and Doug Final. And it had like it, like old pictures. And I was like, that's such a funny joke. It's not a joke. Really? Yeah. Those what? were their names. No. Smart and Final. Smart hmm. and Final. Look it up. No, wow. I, it blew my mind. <laughs> okay, now we can continue. Okay. <laughs> well, we just have, Grace just has to pick her favorite, her favorite cliffhanger. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, I am going to go with the, the cold open one where you find out that Casey is not, I mean, obviously it kind of knew that they were lying to Cyrus, but then you find out, okay, they were definitely lying to Cyrus and Casey is, you know, not on a ventilator. Yeah. Love it. And it's also nice. Cause I'm like, I always picture, I always think about how Cyrus must feel hearing her voice, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like thinking that she's like any moment she could be not alive anymore. And, and then she's there on the other side of the phone saying his name. I don't know. It's kind of romantic. It is. Goosebumps. Yeah. Goosebumps. Yeah. Well, before we get on to MVP, is there any uh, other things you want to chat about, Jess or Grace? Yes. Or is there any, any other questions or like solving world problems? Yeah, I had, well, I had, you know, the little Cyrus and Friendly bit, of course. I had something about Casey wouldn't want this. I thought it was interesting. It was like, I think it was Brindley saying that the thing that you're doing leading Angelica along, like she intentionally sacrificed herself. You know what I mean? Like she wouldn't want Cyrus to still be putting the family in danger because she sacrificed herself for them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little clip for it. Note Casey wouldn't want this. There we go. You've been sharing notes with the psycho that not only burned down my house, but yours too. Also, you could save your spy girlfriend who sacrificed her life. So what was the reason again? Oh, that's right, to save you from that same psycho. I'm sure Casey would love that. Holiday might be pig-headed, but you're a total moron. Wait, I'm lost. Whose side are you on? Neither. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good point. Brinley's always right. Brinley's always right. That's what we Brindley's always say. Brinley's always right. She's just listening to these two. She's so strong in these ones as well. Like, it's... it's Ava? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really, really great. She makes so much sense, even though you're like, you know, what is happening here? But she's talking a lot of sense, even if she's being rude about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> like Dave said, she's always right. Yeah. She doesn't have great bedside manner, but she's no. always right. Exactly. Did anything stick out to you, Grace, in these episodes? I guess just the, the main thing, the Birdie and Badger conversation about whether to, to turn mm. Cyrus into their parents or not. And, you know, Birdie's like, you know, my, my house burned down. And I had to walk away from that. And then Badger's like, well, I'll be here for you. Take your time. I thought that was so incredibly sweet and mature for, you know, I don't know how old they're, they're nine and ten, supposed to be 11. But, yeah, that was that got me. <laughs> nice. That's good stuff. I agree. I like I like how Badger handles that, too. I think that's cool. Mm hmm. Uh, well, if we had to pick an MVP, I mean, I'm going to throw it because I already said I thought Brinley was doing great in mm. these, and so I'm going to, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring for Brinley. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I was also going to say Birdie. Yeah, Birdie does mm. an amazing job mm-hmm. in these episodes, like showing maturity, like consideration, being in touch with her feelings, and still doing what's right. Mm-hmm. I, like I think Birdie does an awesome job in these episodes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Cyrus also great when he talks about why he's been talking to Angelica and says it's about saving mm. Casey's life. Yeah, yeah. That stuff's pretty True. emotional too. Yeah, absolutely. Grace, is there anybody we forget left off that you want to put on the MVP list? Like maybe Dave that the, as the pizza guy? <laughs> the board. Uh, yeah, you can Chuck put him on cheese. there. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was a good, you know, bored kid taking yeah. orders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so who would you, so who, who's your favorite MVP out of those choices, uh, Grace? 
I think I'm going to go with Birdie just because, like you said, that was it was very mature of her. And she is like the youngest member of the family that's running around. And for her to make that decision and then turn around and do the right thing and get her parents involved. Yeah, I'm going with her MVP. I think she she is the current winner, though. I think whoever's yeah, keeping up the she yeah, is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> running up the score more at this point. Racking up more. I, you should see the stack of trophies that I have. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Lily's like, too many. They're filling up my house. It's crazy. But, you know, hey, when you win, you win. That's what I'm, you know, so it is. That's it. True that. Well, thank you so much, Grace, also for being a librarian. Like yes. for for, yeah, for doing the stuff that you do and enriching young people's lives and igniting their imaginations. It, I, seriously, it's it's like I, I spent so much of my childhood chilling out in the library. So thank you for what you do. And thank you for listening to our stuff in the yeah. library and, you know, letting people know about it. That's really an honor. So it's really fantastic. Yeah, I love it. And I have to tell them, you know, it doesn't benefit the library at all because we're not checking out any materials if I recommend six minutes. But I'm like, you know, <laughs> that's what I like about the format is, you know, six minutes long each episode. So if I have kids that, you know, have attention problems, I'm like, it's just six minutes and it's, you know, it's really quick. And I swear you'll love it. It doesn't benefit me at all because there's no checking out, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, that, that is, is nice. Well, that is fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Grace. Thank you for coming on, and thank uh, you. And, and thank you for still using the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> <laughs> Visit your local libraries. Visit your everybody. local libraries, everybody. Seriously, Jess, what is that? I hear something. Oh, listen to episodes one ten through one twelve next. <laughs> uh oh, email me at Jessica at gzmshows.com. Uh, eat your Wheaties and your vegetables, and get plenty of sleep. I had to give advice. I forgot about the sign off. You're testing out a new catchphrase. (laughs) (laughs) And get plenty of sleep. (laughs) Eat your Wheaties. It's like the old Hulk Hogan. Say your prayers. Take your vitamins. (laughs) 